Talis presents. This is artificial intelligence. Welcome to our series of Talis podcasts on artificial intelligence. With us to discuss the subject of AI in defense is David Sadek, Talis Vice President for Research, Technology and Innovation, Artificial Intelligence and Data Processing. Welcome, David. Talis has more than a century of experience in serving the defense industry and more than three decades of work on AI. Can you give us a concrete example of artificial intelligence in defense, which shows its importance in that sector? Oh, yes. Actually, AI in defense comes within the whole uh, parts of the chain going from mission preparation to operation theater. As a concrete example, which is a recent example actually, is the development of a reconnaissance system which is embedded on the Rafale. And this system is able to recognize images in real time and is implemented on what we call a neural processor developed by Thales. And what's worth mentioning here is what we call the swap challenge, which means size, weight, and power. Because developing AI algos is not the, the end of the story. You have to make sure that these algos are implementable in real conditions of use. And these conditions are very constrained conditions as far as uh, size, weight, or power are concerned. So embeddability is a real breakthrough for Talus in defense. What are the other challenges that Talus faces for its customers in the defense area? Yeah, embeddability is clearly a differentiator for Talus in the defense domain. Now, there are many other challenges we are addressing. There are some challenges which are shared with the civil domain. A lot of challenges in this case, but there are some challenges which are specific to the defense domain. One of the challenges which is specific to, to defense domain is the use of confidential data and especially the use of classified data. In this case, when you train a system in order to uh, uh, build a model using classified data, so the uh, resulting model is classified itself. So the question is, how do you export such a model, for example, if you need to export it. David, can you tell us about the challenge of private learning in the defense area? Oh, yes. Private learning actually is a kind of learning which consists of building machine learning models on the basis of data you cannot access to their content. So the idea is how to build models on the basis of encrypted data, for example, and without accessing the very content of the data. And in many cases, customers, our customers, just provide us uh, protected or encrypted data, and yet we should be able to build machine learning models on the basis of this data. What is the challenge of exportability of AI in the defense area? The general question of exportability is when you are using confidential data is how to export the resulting technologies without disclosing the parts that you don't want to be disclosed. Let me mention another challenge which is shared by the, the, the civil domain also, which is the use of a few data 
in order to uh, build machine learning models, which we call the frugal learning. Uh, in many cases, we don't have as many data as we would like to have. And in this case, uh, an example is the mine warfare, for example, where we don't have uh, a lot of data. And in this case, we uh, still need to be able to build machine learning models without having to use uh, a huge amount of data. And frugal learning is, is a real challenge for machine learning technologies in order to come up with operational technologies by using few data. And in some cases, people are even working on what we call one-shot learning, where you show to a system just one example and the system is be able, should be able actually to uh, build a machine learning model on the basis of one example. The defense sector has been a leader in developing AI over the years. Will this continue to be the case? Yeah, the defense domain has been leading at least uh, very strongly involved in AI technologies almost from the beginning of artificial intelligence. And this is uh, still the case because in any country which is developing AI technologies, defense is more and more concerned by the uh, integration of AI technologies in the military functions because it's the, the new digital, I would say. So it's a strong enabler for developing functionalities, military functionalities and defense functionalities. Talis has taken a leadership position in discussing the need to keep the human being in the loop on the uses of AI in defense. What is Talis's position in this area? What we are doing is developing technologies which enable our customers to implement their own principles, ethical principles, for example. And the, the, the idea is that the human being will stay upstream of the responsibility chain. It's to the, the human being to decide whether he or she has to stay in the loop, on the loop, or not. In some cases, the human can decide that it's not uh, very relevant to stay in the loop because the decision time is very short. So it would be it could be delegated to an uh, autonomous system, for example. But it's a human being decision. It's the human who would decide whether he or she has to stay in the loop or not. So a human being could delegate the decision to be made to an autonomous system? Exactly. The idea is that the human being remains responsible of this delegation, responsible of the decision of staying or not in the loop. So the responsibility goes back to the human being at the end of the story. How realistic is it to delegate this kind of decision at a time when we're seeing uh, hypervelocity missiles and reaction times of uh, less than a second? Yeah, definitely. This is the, the very issue, actually, because in many cases, as I said, when you are dealing with hypervelocity uh, weapons, hypervelocity missiles, for example, it's not reasonable to think that the human being could be able to react in less than uh, one second, for example. And in this case, what is important is that the human being would decide in this case 
to go out of the decision loop and to delegate the decision to uh, an AI system, for example. But it's his or her decision. And this is important. So the human being will still remain responsible of the decision in this case. Can you say a word about what's meant by explainability of AI in terms of military doctrine? Yeah, explainability is one of our three components of trustable AI. The two others being the validity of our systems, which means their compliance to their specifications, and the other one being responsibility of the systems, which means the compliance of the systems to laws, regulations, and even ethics principles. So explainability is uh, one of the conditions for the acceptance of AI systems in the defense domain because as decision support systems, for example, these systems should be able to self-explain their proposals, their decisions, their behaviors. They should be able to ask questions such as, why are you recommending me to do this or that? And that means also that these systems doing this, I mean, explaining their own behaviors, are able to engage into an intuitive dialogue, which is adapted to a certain context, such as cognitive load, for example, in operation theaters with a human being. Is there one area in AI and defense that you think will need the most attention over the next years? Oh, I think probably the area in defense where the attention has to be brought in very strongly is the decision-making, is decision support, because in many cases, systems will help have a better situation awareness, for example, by fusing different types of information, for example. And in this case, the operational superiority will be brought by enabling the human making better and faster decisions. So the speed and the pace of making decisions will be a a strong differentiator on operation theater and on the defense domain in general. So AI is a critical factor in developing connected collaborative combat. Uh, Yeah, definitely. I think that AI will be a key enabler for developing collaborative combat systems, whatever the milieu is, under uh, oceans, above oceans, uh, on lands or in the air. So definitely. And along this line, AI will be an enabler for human-machine teaming in defense. Thank you, David. And thanks to our listeners. We look forward to having you with us on the next podcast in this series on artificial intelligence. We'll talk about AI in ground transport, security, aerospace, and space. We hope that you all will join us. This was Artificial Intelligence. Thank you for listening and learn more on talisgroup.com.